Game week 8, to cane or not to cane. Welcome to episode 16 folks, I'm the FPL General, recording on Tuesday the 2nd of October. So game week 7 is behind us, looking ahead to game week 8 and another dreaded international break is upon us very quickly. So not looking forward to the two week break. Hopefully get a, a nice healthy green arrow going into the international break, which always helps. Thanks for the feedback last week on the podcast in relation to the length of the podcast. A lot of people were saying last week seemed very rushed, which I agreed with when I listened to it back. So gonna gonna go back to normal this week and just slow things down a little bit and not really set a time limit. You know, that I think that's the best way to do it. Cover what I want to cover and when I'm done, I'm done. So it'll it'll never go over forty minutes, I don't think. During the international break, I may look into developing things a little bit. I was talking to James from Fantasy Football Surgery Podcast. So he's going to help me out with a bit of editing stuff and maybe get some uh, intro music and things like that. I may also look at the possibility of inviting guests on um, to do you know a little bit longer podcasts. The idea there being, you know, if I have a guest on with me, with it being called the 59th Minute... Once we get to the 59th minute, we'll just cut it so that we never we never go over the 60-minute mark. Even if we're mid-sentence, we'll just, we'll just cut it. So I would like to get guests on, so I look into that during the international break. This week's podcast, I'm not going to run through what I'm going to do. It's going to be similar to before, so you kind of know the structure now. First of all, shout-outs. All players... Uh, managed to avoid the dreaded 59-minute substitution in game week 7. Two notable shout-outs this week. Peter Cech, 45 minutes, injured, missed out on the clean sheet. The same with Vertonghen at Spurs, 45 minutes, injured and missed out on a clean sheet. So congratulations to those two notable mentions. Moving into my game week 7 review... I had a had a very good game week. I finished on sixty eight points, so played my wild card game week five, and I've had three consecutive green arrows now. Uh, in those three game weeks, I've risen from one point one million overall, and now I'm sitting at one hundred ninety three k. So it's been a it's been a steady rise over the last three weeks, and and the wild card has gone very well for me. Uh, this week alone, I went from 309k to, to 193. So very, very happy with how game week 7 went. I went into the game week, uh, I did Mendy out for Trippier. And I rolled the other free transfer. So I've got two free transfers now for game week 8. So I'll talk about my transfer plans a little bit later in the podcast. Trippier 11 points, Patricio 10 points, Hazard 10 points. Madison did the business again. Aguero got his goal as captain before he went off. Got an assist from Wilson last night, which was welcome, uh, especially because he was the only player I had in the game. So Fraser owners were were unlucky last night with his late yellow card, which he was probably going to get bonus points if he didn't get that one. So that was a kick in the teeth for Fraser owners. So I was happy with Wilson's five, uh, which brought me to 68 for the week. Uh, not not much else to say about game week seven. Obviously, the main question now I mentioned at the start of the podcast for game week eight is whether to get Harry Kane or not after his brace against Brighton. I'll talk about Harry Kane a little bit later. 
a feature a feature I introduced a couple of weeks ago three players I want so this is three players who are on my watch list who I want to bring in this week the first one is Arnautovic he's gone up to 7 million now uh, he, he did damage against my Man United side at the weekend and West Ham have been very very impressive over the last 2 or 3 weeks since they, they changed things up a little bit with, with Rice and Obiang and Noble playing in midfield completely outplayed Man United you know, made made Pogba look like a school kid uh, playing in the park. Uh, very impressed with Yarmolenko and Felipe Anderson as well. I think West Ham are developing into a very good side this season. They're even looking better defensively now as well. Um, and I'll talk about one of their defenders when it comes to differentials. So Arnie is still the man I'm most interested in from West Ham. I had him earlier in the season, got rid of him on wildcard, but I do want to get him back in now. He's got Brighton on Friday night. So, yeah, Friday night deadline this week. So don't don't be that guy or girl who misses the the, the Friday deadline this week. Another player I want is Richarlison. Six point seven million. I kind of had Richarlison penciled in to come back into my side last week. I mentioned him last week as a player, you know, a player I wanted, but I didn't really have any space for him because I wanted to keep David Silva, and I wanted to keep Madison. So. I wanted Richarlison for Fulham. I feared him against Fulham, but thankfully for me, he didn't do anything. But there's a very good chance I'll be getting him in this week. Um, he, Despite blanking against Fulham, he did have, I think he had five shots on goal. So he's still, he's still getting the chances. They just didn't go go in for him at the weekend. Um, he's, still, he's, he's my pick of the Everton midfield. The third player who I want is Raheem Sterling. 11 million he's been he's been superb this season I think he's got five attacking returns in his six starts uh, he's got a he's he's heading towards 50 points I would imagine at this point it's just it's very hard to fit him in uh, for me I've got Aguero I've got Hazard and I've got Salah so it's very hard to fit Sterling in when I've got all those three he's very lowly owned uh, that's just going to keep growing now uh, given his performance in game week seven so Sterling's on my list of players I want, but he's also a player I'm unlikely to get in soon because it's just it would take surgery or it would take losing someone like Salah or Hazard, which which I'm not ready to do yet. Definitely not Hazard anyway. He could be a season keeper. So Sterling I want, but probably not going to get him this week. So that's the three I want this week: Arnautovic, Richarlison, and Raheem Sterling. Moving on to popular players who I'm going to avoid this week. So these are players who are twenty, who have more than twenty percent ownership in FPL, who I'm not going to get in. Now, before I mention this week's players, I should mention Trippier from last week because when I did the podcast last Tuesday, Trippier, I said Trippier was a player I was going to avoid last week, and then I ended up bringing him in on Friday night for Mendy. The reason for that was things change very quickly in FPL. And from Tuesday to Friday, my thoughts changed on Trippier. So, combination of things, Mendy was ruled out again. Um, or at least it didn't look like he was going to play. So, I just lost patience and I wanted to get rid of Mendy. Aurier got injured. So, Trippier looked safe for a start for the next few weeks. And Eriksen was ruled out as well, which made Trippier even more attractive because he was going to be taking all the set pieces. So, that's why I ended up getting Trippier in 
even though I said he was someone I was going to avoid. There was just a combination of things that changed my thinking on, on Trippier. So glad I got him in for his 11 points and I'm hoping that he can do something similar against Cardiff. So three popular players I'm avoiding this week. I'll start with the big one, Harry Kane. Kane is owned by 28.5%. He's coming off a brace against Brighton and everyone is knee-jerking now to get Harry Kane in for Cardiff because he is the standout captaincy choice this weekend. Um, And I can see why people are doing it. Um, I just want to give a few reasons why I'm leaning towards not doing it. Now, I'm not 100% not getting Harry Kane. Again, like last week, things could change between now and Friday, especially with the Champions League games. Uh, I want to see how certain players do, see how Kane does, see if Aguero plays. Things can change. If Aguero picks up a knock or something, then it's very easy to go Aguero to Kane for game week eight especially when I've got two free transfers. But at this point in time, on Tuesday as I record, I'm leaning towards no Harry Kane. The reasons being, I I don't really like Kane's fixtures after Cardiff. I'm just getting them up in front of me here. So after Cardiff, he's got West Ham away, a much improved West Ham team, much better defensively. Then he's got Man City. Wouldn't be expecting much from him against City. Then he's got Wolves away and Palace away. Um... I think those two games are away. Again, Wolves are a very good defensive side, and as are Crystal Palace. So it's a very tough run for Kane. I think after that, then he might have Arsenal and Chelsea as well. So right up to game week 15, I don't like Kane's fixtures for a start. Spurs haven't been overly impressive this season. The The main thing I look for when I'm bringing in players to my FPL team, they need to pass the eye test for me. And at this point in time, Kane doesn't pass the eye test. Even watching match of the day, uh, I didn't get to watch the Spurs game at the weekend, but watching the highlights, Kane didn't overly impress me again. He, everyone's getting on him because he got a brace, but it, you know it was a penalty, and it was a, you know, yeah, the header was a good header, but it it was it was poor defending really. Um, Kane only had three shots against Huddersfield, and he scored twice. And when I look at Aguero, Aguero only played sixty six minutes at the weekend, but he had seven goal attempts. So I I really want to keep Aguero. Yeah, I don't like the idea of going Aguero to Kane just for one game week because then I'll want to get Aguero back and I just see that as a waste of transfers. Yes, it could pay off big time if I get Kane in and give him captaincy, but you're really you're banking on him to get a big haul then. Um, so for me at the moment, I'm just I'm not I'm not interested in knee jerking to Kane. I need I would like to see more from him and I would like to see a better run of fixtures afterwards as well. Uh, what else do I want to say on Kane? Yeah, that's the main thing. It's the eye test for me. He's, he still he still doesn't look a hundred percent. Yes, Cardiff are pretty awful, and and I I will I will fear him. I will be behind the couch at the weekend when Spurs play if I don't get him in. But I I'll just be hoping that you know he stays quiet. You know I can take a goal. One goal would be fine. Um, and if I don't get him, I'll probably captain Eden Hazard, who's the informed player in the league, away to Southampton. So I'll. It'll be the first time I've captained Hazard in a long time, but I'll just be hopeful that he can, you know, outperform Harry Kane this weekend. So that's that's where I am at the moment on Tuesday. As I say, could change before the weekend, but at this point, I would say I'm probably about 90 percent sure that I won't get Harry Kane this week, even with two free transfers. When I look at players like Arnautovic and even Mitrovic as well, for so much cheaper, you know who are who are outperforming Kane really over the course of the season. Uh, 
both of them are probably on penalties as well uh, with 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 better fixtures so that's the way I'm going I'm just going cheaper getting a cheaper striker than Kane maybe I'll talk about transfers I'm not going to talk about it now it's coming up at the end of the pod so I'll, I'll, I'll let you know I'm thinking about two different options so I'll, I'll say what that is soon so that's the first player I'm avoiding popular player I'm avoiding is Harry Kane with an asterisk beside it because I'm not 100% the second player who I am definitely avoiding who's highly owned 23% uh, Bobby Firmino he's coming off two blanks uh, and his price is what I don't like. It's an awkward price point. It doesn't really fit into my structure at the moment because I've got Aguero, Ings and Wilson. So the likes of Firmino and Vardy and Lacazette, it's a price point that doesn't really fit in with my current structure. Uh, and Firmino, I just, I'm not overly keen on him uh, on the eye test either. I still prefer Mane to Firmino and obviously I've got Salah who I'm keeping. And there's just so much value in the Liverpool defence as well. I think you're probably better going looking at their defence from game week 9 onwards rather than Firmino the third player I'm avoiding 22% ownership is Lucas Moura at Spurs three blanks in a row now um, now he could be worth holding if you if you own him he could be worth holding for Cardiff with Spurs have a raft of injuries I think Eriksen and Ali have been ruled out now until after the international break so Lucas should play so if you have him maybe you could keep him but he's not someone I'm looking to bring in because I see him as a player uh, like like Bernardo Silva game week one, a player I avoided because I just see it as a transfer out down the line that I you know I could use elsewhere to improve my squad. So those kind of players who I know I'll want to sell a couple of weeks down the line, I just don't get them in in the first place. So that's the three I'm avoiding this week, Kane, Firmino and Lucas Moura, who all have more than 20% ownership. Moving on now to differentials. So players on my watch list who have less than 5% ownership who I'm interested in. So I've got three players again in this section. The first one is a player, I don't think I've seen anybody mention him on Twitter or or anywhere where I've been Reddit uh, this week. West Ham defender, 4.3 million. He is only owned by 2%. It's Sabaleta. He's... He's been rolling back the years in recent weeks. He was he was superb against United at the weekend. Very nice assist for Felipe Anderson's goal. Uh, Zabaleta, he got seven points against Chelsea, which included one bonus point, And he got eight points against my United, which included three bonus points. So he's doing well in the BPS. West Ham are much better defensively now. Uh, and they've got decent fixtures. So Zabaleta, I've added him to my watch list this week. For anyone looking... For a cheap defender, maybe thinking long term, Zabaleta is one to consider. Second differential, Gilfie Sigurdsson, 7.3 million, 1.8% ownership. Superb in game week 7, scored a brace, missed a penalty, so could have had a hat trick. Five chances created, four shots in the box. So the stats are there for Sigurdsson, he's, a, he's an FPL favourite. Uh, over the years of most of us maybe maybe Rich because we were such big fans of Richarlison and what Richarlison did at the start of the season so maybe we do need to pay more attention to Sigurdsson given what he's done in game week 7 uh, you know takes a lot of set pieces creates a lot of chances and can score goals he, he's a much better I would say he's much more you know cool he's, he's a lot cooler in front of goal than Richarlison is so if if 
if there was two scenarios where Richarlison was one on one in goal and, and Sigurdsson was one on one in goal, I would I would back Sigurdsson all day long to put the ball in the back of the net. So the issue is the price. He's point six more than Richarlison, but we we we, don't, we just we're not sure on Richarlison yet. We could he he could end up going quiet again, you know, getting lots of chances but not putting them away. Um, Sigurdsson's obviously going to do better on bonus points as well. So. Siggy versus Richarlison, it's it's probably closer an argument than, than most people are probably thinking at the moment. Um, and Sigurdsson is on my watch list alongside Richarlison. Now, I've mentioned this week uh, Richarlison is someone who I want. So I do favour Richarlison at the moment for the for the price saving. Uh, and I do have faith in Richarlison to hit maybe 15 goals this season. So that's where I'm at at the moment. But Siggy is not to be ignored. Third differential this week, Jamie Vardy. I think he might have been in this last week as well. 4.7%. So he's still under the 5% threshold. Uh, 19 points in the last two game weeks. We know he's a proven FPL asset. In a, you know, he, He's going to play every week and he's got good fixtures. So if you can fit him into your structure, Jamie Vardy is definitely one to consider again this week. So that's those few different parts of the podcast covered. Going to talk a little bit now about Game Week 8 captaincy options and my possible transfers for Game Week 8 as well. So looking ahead now, I had a quick look on Fantasy Football Scout at the captaincy poll just before I started recording. Harry Kane is 53% of the vote. Hazard is 22%. And Salah was third with just 3% of the vote. So Harry Kane has run away with it this week. And we can see why. Cardiff are awful. Kane's at home. He's shown a bit of form. Uh, And, you know, a lot of the other options have tough fixtures. Hazard's away at Southampton. It's not ideal. You usually like to captain your, you know, you would usually like your captain to be at home. So Southampton away, it's probably not going to be an easy fixture for Chelsea. So I agree with the poll. I do think Harry Kane is the best captaincy option, even though I don't own him. I will fear him this weekend if I don't have him. Um, but I, I also have faith in Hazard to, to do the business for me against Southampton. So I have no problem captain in Hazard this week. I won't, you know, I, I won't be too fearful. If he, he has been pretty consistent this season. He's on top of his game, and Southampton are pretty poor defensively as well. So I would fancy Hazard to get me points. I'm just hoping that he can match or or hopefully he can better Harry Kane this weekend. So that's the only two really worth talking about. If you've got Harry Kane, you've got a captain Harry Kane. If you don't, I'm going Hazard. My transfers. So I mentioned I've got two frees and I've got a couple of options. So one option is to just make one transfer and carry one into the international break, you know, to give me two after the international break, which is always nice. So that's what I done last week. I just made one and then I rolled the other one. One option I'm looking at is selling David Silva and Callum Wilson to bring in Richarlison and Arnautovic. So the, and then the other option I'm looking at is selling David Silva and Aguero to bring in Richarlison and Harry Kane and make Harry Kane captain. So. David Silva I mentioned in both options there, so it looks like he's going to leave my team this week. I was happy, you know, happy I kept him because I I, I felt there was a good chance he would start against Brighton, and I was disappointed that he he only got three points. But I was 
it was Richarlison I was going to bring in for him anyway, so it was the same. I think they both scored the same, and I've got an extra transfer now this week because of that. So I, I don't mind that one too much. Silva, I just worry about him now long term with De Bruyne due back soon. We've seen Silva get rested already this season, so I'm I'm happy to part ways with him now before before the Liverpool game. Uh, I just don't really, I just don't like rotation risks on my team, and the Man City midfield is just rotation. There's just rotation everywhere there, so I, I'm just kind of moving away from the Man City midfield now. Um, Callum Wilson, I I don't really have much faith in him. I've kind of lost patience in him already. I know he got me an assist last week or last night, but it's not really enough. I want goals from him. I think he's gone four or five games now without a goal, so I'm happy to lose him as well. I still prefer Fraser as an option for Bournemouth. So anyone who has Fraser, I would keep him. I think he created four chances last night, even though he only got one point. He he's a hold, uh, and he's someone I'd probably look at bringing in over the next few weeks. So I'm leaning towards the Richarlison or Nautovic option, and the thing I like about that option as well, it gives me a couple. It gives me about one point two million in the bank as well for game week nine, where I could put a few bomb into defence, maybe I'm thinking a Liverpool defender, maybe someone like Trent or Gomez, I do worry about Gomez uh, because Lovren and Matip are knocking around, so Trent or Robertson I would prefer, so I'm kind of thinking ahead with that one as well, because I do want to maybe beef up my defence a little bit when it comes to game week 9, and I've mentioned already why I'm not too keen on Harry Kane, Uh, it just feels like a one week punt, uh, and I'll probably want to go back to Aguero then so in that case I'm just going to keep Aguero and hope Harry Kane stays quiet I'm not going to let fear rule my decision this week a quick shout out to the leaders of my mini leagues so Elite 64 Phil Ampleford has moved back to number 1 having lost it last week Phil is ranked 1.5k overall now Um, and if anyone didn't see it Fantasy Football Scout have started doing a very good uh, thing called Meet the Manager on their YouTube channel. So Phil was on it last week, maybe it was two weeks ago. So basically they're interviewing some of the best managers around. Uh, and it's very, very interesting to get an insight into how they play the game. And Phil's was really good. Uh, Trigger Lips did a very good one as well. So check those out. I think they've got a few more lined up as well. Uh, they're worth a watch. You know, They're worth watching because you're listening to some of the best FPL managers in the game who've been playing for you know, 10 plus years and have got numerous top 10,000, top 1,000 ranks even. So be sure to check that out. And well done, Phil, on getting number one back. The My free to enter mini league, Beat the General, which anyone can enter. The code is on my Twitter bio. Andrew McKinnon is still number one. He's ranked 35th overall. So he's going to take some catching. So well done, Andrew. He's been number one now for a few weeks. While we're on the topic of mini leagues, I spoke on a, on a couple of podcasts about the fundraiser I'm launching for the charity CAM, which is Campaign Against Living, Living Miserably. So they support guys who are struggling with their mental health. So I spoke to the charity over the last week or two and I got the green light to start a fundraiser for them. Um, so what it is, it's a mini league uh, which I've set up. The scoring is going to start in game week nine. So everyone starts on zero points game week nine. Whether you've had a great start to the season or a terrible start, we're all we all get a fresh slate in this mini league game week nine. You can enter it with your current team, or if you if you if you're maxed out on mini leagues, you can just create a new team uh, to enter it. 
what I'll say is anyone who does enter it, all I ask for is a donation to the charity cam. It can be £2, £10, £20, £200, whatever you want to donate to the charity. Every little helps. Um, so at the moment, the information about that mini league is pinned on my Twitter account. So you'll find a link there to the Just Given page, which I've set up, and the league code and everything is there. And there's more information there as well. So I think it's justgiven.com forward slash fundraising forward slash FPL cam. So check that out or just go to my Twitter account and you'll find it there. Um, so hopefully I'm going to get a good response to that. I'll be promoting it quite a bit during the international break as scoring will start after the international break. I'm hoping to source prizes as well. So anyone who wants to get on board and sponsor prizes for a very good cause, just to help you know, get more people into the league and get more people donating. I mean, I've only launched it last night and already I think we're on about £150 raised already, which is amazing. So thanks to everyone who's already donated and I'm looking forward to you know raising loads of cash for a very, very good cause. Before I go, I'll just mention Patreon as well. So 2nd of October now, we're in a new month. So it's the ideal time to become a Patreon supporter. If you've been thinking about it, now is the time to do it because the way Patreon works, you don't get charged on the f- until the first of every month. So if you sign up this week, you can effectively uh, have a, give my Patreon a go for the next month. And if you cancel, if you don't like it uh, or if you don't find it useful, you can cancel before the first of November and you won't get charged for anything. The we have a part of part of the Patreon offering uh, is we have a we have a Slack mini league. So part of the Slack channel, we, we're all in a mini league. Um, and it was actually, I'm in 15 mini leagues and it was the only mini league this week where I got a red arrow. So the standard in this uh, in the Slack is really, really high. And I'm, we're all in that community together, you know, bunching ideas off each other and there to support each other. The aim is that we all get our best ever overall rank this season. There's some really good FPL minds in there and it's showing in the, in the mini league. I just had a quick look at it today. Um, the top 10 in the mini league are all in the top 10,000 in the overall rankings and there's 70 people in the mini league who are in the top 100,000 so hopefully the Patreon and the Slack and the content that I'm providing in there is playing a part in those people you know uh, having having a very good start to the season so if you want to check that out all the information is patreon.com forward slash FPL general you'll find links on my Twitter as well any questions you have about Patreon or Slack, if you don't know what it is or you want more information, just send me a DM or send me an email and I'll be happy to, to give you some more information. I'm not sure if I'll be doing this regular podcast during the international break because I'm going on holiday um, for a week and I'm not sure if I'll do one next week, but I will be doing a Patreon podcast next week um, and I'll be doing a live stream on for patrons this Friday as well before the deadline. So if you want to check them out, this week and next week just sign up and again as i said you can cancel free of charge any time on patreon so it's a, you can you can give yourself a free trial basically last thing i'll say before i go i recorded last night with the three amigos podcast really good podcast uh, it was actually the first podcast i ever appeared on probably about two years ago now it used to be called the fan feud podcast it's called three amigos now a uh, very very good podcast so we recorded one last night I'm expecting that podcast to be available today sometime, so check that one out when it's available. We also, while we were doing that last night, we also did a a Getting to Know You podcast with the guys from Fantasy Football Surgery. 
Uh, that one will probably be available around the deadline on Friday. Um, so check that one out too, it's very good. The surgery lads are, are great lads and it was good to get to know them uh, a bit better on that podcast last night. So I think that's me for this week. As I said, it could be it could be a couple of weeks before I'm back with another podcast. It might be... I will try and get one out before game week nine. But I'm not sure because I'm away for a week. I'm not back until the day before the deadline. So I'm not sure how it's going to work. But just keep an eye on the 59th Minute podcast Twitter page. And I'll keep you updated on when the next one will be. Thanks as always for listening. Feedback is always welcome on the podcast. As I said, I'm going to do a bit of editing maybe during the international break. Look at adding some music and things like that. And look at getting some guests on. If you enjoyed it, leave a review on iTunes, leave a comment wherever you are on SoundCloud or YouTube. I see all those comments and I'll get back to you before deadline. Give it a retweet, give it a like. It's always appreciated. It helps me get the podcast out there a little bit more. Enjoy the rest of your week. Champions League this week, so be patient with transfers. And don't forget that it's a Friday deadline this week, so don't miss the deadline. Don't be that person. Thanks, folks, and I'll talk to you all soon.